0: Think this is magic? Watch this. The Etch a Sketch magic screen. Turn the dials and, like magic, lines appear out of nowhere. But the magic isn't just in how you draw, it's also in how you erase. The one and only original Etch a Sketch from Ohio Art. Magic in a box.
1: There is a childlike simplicity when it comes to doodling lying around mindedly drawing whatever it is that pops into your brilliant little minds so when a toy was invented that would allow that pleasure without the need for paper or utensils it should come as no surprise to anyone that it would take off like hotcakes this is the story of a etch-a-sketch this is toys for us all of my best friends are toys oh boy all of my once again to a brand new Toys R Us the podcast that does more than help you draw conclusions about <laughs> the history of the toys that you love most I see what you did there thank you thank you every week we go on a journey into time and space to find out that history not too unlike Howard Moon and Vince Noir thank you sir
0: what's this sir business I end things with sir not you sir oh do you know sir yes I do sir well maybe I do too sir oh no sir oh yes sir three bucks full sir uh, yeah can you stop that's gonna take all night
1: my name is Richard Hunt and with me as always is my cousin and co-host Brian Youth. Good day, humans. Or good night, whenever you're listening to this. That's true. I mean, it
0: Does doesn't. Mean, it could be any time. Time is irrelevant. It is.
1: Yeah. It's a human construct. It's wibbly wobbly. Timey wimey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian. Sir. This week, mm-hmm? we are covering a toy that was, ironically enough, saved by his Toy Story. <laughs> but more on that later. Yeah, we're talking about the Etch a Sketch. I loved my
0: old edge of sketch. It's, it's Couldn't just, do shit with it, but, I mean...
1: I, that's the thing, though, you know? I don't think you have to necessarily no, it's do anything. Just, it's so. just fun. You you are the conductor on that fucking train. You really are. You know? I mean,
0: just turning knobs like a mad fool. That's it, bro. Honestly. I mean, there's something elegant it's in like its simplicity.
1: Mo- yeah, but at the same time, it's like monkey brain. It really is. Know? It's like, okay, here, we have a whole, uh... It's it's
0: banging on the obelisk with the bone, <laughs> two thousand one <laughs> style. Really, it's
1: just the giant. It's not the fucking plaque. giant fucking then Knob twist. <laughs> oh, you shake it. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. You ready to spin those knobs? Hell yeah!
0: Learn? Let's do it up.
1: Let's go. We start our tale in nineteen fifty nine. Not a bad year. Not bad. Where we meet up with a man by the suave-ass name of oh. Andre Cazanese.
0: That is suave as hell.
1: Andre was born outside Paris, France on September 23rd, 1926. Oh, a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. hmm His parents owned and operated a bakery where he worked as a teenager. Oui, oui. However, an allergy to flower forced him to seek another line of work. Oh, what are the fucking odds? That's like,
0: oh man. It's like my parents are a lawn and garden company. I'm allergic to grass and every kind of pollen They're also is. the sun. Yeah. I'm mildly allergic to the sun. Mildly allergic to grass. I used to cut grass for a living.
1: Oh, no shit.
0: Yeah, it was... It's uh, itchy. Work. <laughs>
1: itchy. 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 Itchy, you idiot! <sighs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Crossing uh, wires. Could you imagine, like, uh, he's a teenager at this point? So imagine, like, living uh, near a bakery. Yeah. And knowing you can't fucking sample any of the goods. And there's no like EpiPens or like Benadryl, yeah. and or there anything was no like Benidin. alternative to flour like there is <laughs> right. now. I mean, you can find anything to replace anything at yeah. this point, but and fucking. What mid thirties or forties when he was a teenager? Like, right? Damn, man. That what would cake? suck. Come on, man. <sighs> fucking stones, chocolate mm. scones, which is fucking
0: just, raspberry turnovers.
1: Oh man, I watched this thing last night. That was a like a three layer peaches and cream cheesecake. Oh
0: fuck, that sounds delightful.
1: The the crust was shortbread. Oh. Nice. I know. Yeah. That's evil. I'm like, I need, I need to fucking do it. Peaches are, like, a god to your fruit.
0: That, there really is. Like, I mean, even I like when I hate everything.
1: Top of the fucking charts.
0: Sorry my voice is a little fucked up today.
1: Hey, yeah, you know. That's a little... Character. sketchy.
0: Hey, kids, I got these toys. Man, I got these toys.
1: I got these toys, man! I suck your dick, I got these toys, man!
0: Ah, wow, that's probably something I never should get <laughs> in a sentence ever.
1: <laughs> Hashtag just priestly things.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm not talking about Jason. Hashtag clergy humor. Oh, uh, lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, you know, comes allergic to flour, which forces him to seek another line of work. So he became an electrician, for the Lynn Company, a okay. French manufacturer, which produced picture frame coverings using uh, an aluminum powder. So, in one instance, he was performing a routine installation of a factory light switch plate. Mm-hmm. The plate was wrapped in translucent decal covering, and during the installation, he removed the decal and wrote on it with a pencil. He quickly noticed that the image transferred to the opposite face of the decal. So, he started to experiment with various materials before landing on glass for its transparency. Makes sense. Um, the aluminum powder, for its accessibility at Lincrusta, and a pointed joystick to create the actual image. Oh, okay. So the first etch sketch made by him was a hollow box with a pulley system on the inside that operated a stylus to brush away the aluminum powder. And like, just to have that fucking... Just like oh, process, yeah, it's uh,
0: like. I mean, I mean, let me get in on something here.
1: The toy basically works the same way today. He tinkered with the discovery until he was satisfied, and he called his invention, the Ecran Magique, which mm. is translated as the magic, magic Screen. Which makes me wonder if, in fact, the Magic Screen from Pee Wee's Playhouse was named in homage to the original name for the Echoscene. You know, I bet it was. I'd have to imagine. I'd, yeah. Hey, Pee-wee. Now it's time for
0: some fun with me. Okay, Magic Screen, here I come!
1: Ah! Because, like, that's a Maybe kid heart. it just at heart. lines Paul up, up like too much, kid at heart, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if i, I I've would, mentioned this before. I'd say not in the creepy Michael Jackson yeah, no. way, but I mean... <sighs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, and with, like, Paul Rubens, like, people always will post that image of him. Yeah, his mugshot and whatnot. Yeah, one. but... He went to a porn theater. <laughs> I mean what what are you what else are you supposed to do? That's like man arrested for eating pizza at a pizza buffet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean like, well, what the fuck did you think he was gonna do? <laughs> uh did you know that Rob Zombie worked on PB's Playhouse? No. Yeah, he was like a production assistant. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, That's a weird confluence. It, it really is really is and
0: then a lot of things kind of make sense now
1: <laughs> it's just like hmm. he's starting to see him there like the show is recording and he's just like okay my camaro no uh
0: let's see my corvette no, no. cowboy curtis walks in
1: my durango. my durango what year is it 95 let's do it fucking cut the tape Yeah, my on number 95 95. oh okay okay Paul Rubens is like what the fuck am I talking about wash your fucking hair after these
0: messages we'll be right
1: back if you're anything like me you listen to more podcasts than you know what to do with if you want to be even more like me well you should download the PodCoin app it's a free and very user friendly app that pays you to listen to podcasts you get paid in PodCoin's Which you can do one of two things with. Put it towards charities, they have an entire full list. Or buy yourself a gift card from Target, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Amazon, the list goes on and on. So what are you waiting for? Download the PodCoin app today and use the code TOYSWERUS to get yourself 300 extra PodCoins. And now, back to the show. So he won a prize in a French invention competition which motivated him to patent his design. However, he didn't have the money to do so on
0: his
1: own. Uh, so, eventually, he, he partnered with Paul Chase, the owner of a small plastic injection molding company, who obtained patents for the toy in France and the U.S. with the help of his accountant, Arthur Grandjean. Jean. Hmm. Since he actually filed and paid for the patents, they were in Grandjean's name. Uh-oh. Not Andres. For hmm. so this reason... Grandjean was often erroneously credited throughout much of the history as the inventor of the Etch-a-Sketch. Grandjean signed the French patent rights Chase, who licensed the French manufacturing and marketing rights to the French toy company, Jostra. André introduced the Etch-a-Sketch at the Nuremberg Toy Fair in Germany in 1959... But it didn't attract much attention from manufacturers because they thought the inventor was asking too much money in exchange for the rights. Oh. Well, that does happen. The Bryan, Ohio-based Ohio Art Company eventually struck a deal to acquire the rights to the etch sketch for $25,000.
0: That was probably a lot of bank in 59.
1: Um, more than the company had ever paid for a license. <laughs> uh... Soon after that, it was renamed the etch sketch and became the most popular drawing toy in the business. After a complex series of negotiations, the Ohio Art Company launched the toy in the United States in certain stores in time for the 1960 Christmas season with the name etch sketch Perfect timing. It was a challenge for the Ohio Art Company to figure out how to reproduce what would become the etch sketch for American children. Uh, Andre worked with the company's chief engineer, Jerry Berger, to redesign the toy.
0: Hmm. Huh. That's like the most American name ever.
1: <laughs> right? Jerry Berger. Hi, I'm Stephen Applepie.
0: Mm-hmm, right.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy Baseball.
0: Billy Baseball.
1: Hi, I'm Fred Fireworks.
0: Susie Strawberries. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Hi, I'm... Rachel Radical Racism. <laughs> it's hyphen.
0: <laughs> no shit, huh?
1: A quote from Martin Kilgallen. That's which, a name. Could you imagine having the last name Kilgallen? No,
0: that's a terrible name. That's like, just
1: like, you're set up to become a, a villain. Super villain, yeah. Kilgallen?
0: <laughs> oh, God, uh, that, that boggles the mind.
1: Uh, I Voiced by Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> Ooh yeah, kill Galen! Ooh, I love it. He says, "Etch a sketch. It seems simple, but it's not easy to manufacture and produce so that you have a good quality product." I know that in 1960, at our facility, there was a lot of trial and error about how do we get this just right. Before we perfected it. There was just a mountain of red frames out behind the factory. (laughs) Trial and error that they went through to make sure it draws uh, properly and consistently. But once the Ohio Art Company got it right, it really got it right. I bet. That was an instant hit.
0: It's pretty much
1: unchanged. Yeah.
0: I mean, only the materials probably, like plastic instead of glass.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have to imagine. Um, Which I don't even think is really a cost thing as Mm. much of a safety thing. Yeah. I know that we were manufacturing etch sketches up until noon on Christmas Eve, trying to get product to the West Coast in time for kids to wake up and have Damn. it on Christmas morning, Kilgallen down said. The etch sketch was introduced on a wide scale near the peak of the baby boom on July 12, 1960 for $2.99, hmm. with inflation that comes out to around $26. Which still... its still it's a,
0: it's a pretty good yeah, deal. Yeah, it's
1: not bad at all. It went on to sell 600,000 units that year, nab- nabbing them the equivalent of nearly $17 million. That was a good investment. He's like, you know what? Being allergic to flour? That's, that's all right. that's worth $17 million. Yeah. Uh, a big part of what helped it sell so well was the marketing campaign. Kilgallen attributes part of the success to the product's commercials, especially during a time when TV was increasingly becoming a large influence on American culture. True. For something like Etch-A-Sketch that was totally new and and unique to Americans at the time, the visual medium seemed perfect to illustrate how children could use the toy and draw a picture and then magically make it disappear. There's animation in this commercial, and they have a character named Pernella. She's drawn on the screen and she comes to life. There's a space oh. rocket that, that's built that blasts off, Kilgallen said. Thinking about being a kid in 1960 and talk about powered by imagination, just seeing this visual on TV of creating whatever you want and then coming to life had to be incredibly impactful.
0: Definitely. I yeah. would say so.
1: Yeah. It's just nobody was doing shit like that. No. You know? Um, in fact, TV was a major influence on the toy from the very beginning. When Andre originally named it La Écrane Magique, as it still is referred to in France today. Because with its screen and two knobs, it resembled the TV screen. Oh yeah, it totally does. The Ohio Art Company initially thought to keep that connection alive with the English, 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 with the English translation of the title Magic Screen. But the company changed the name to Etch a Sketch sometime between January 1960 and the product's official launch that summer.
0: Yeah, I think Etch-a-Sketch is better. Yeah. Yeah, That's just me, though.
1: Still, the Ohio Art Company didn't completely abandon the 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 Etch-a-Sketch's resemblance to a TV set, as you can see today. Right. You think about, well, why does the Etch-a-Sketch look like it does today? I think that TV was really coming on. It was becoming really popular. It was the high-tech thing, Kilgallen said. He's right, I think. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. I like to think the designers at that time took his drawing concept and said, how do we make this look more like the hot, innovative thing right now, which was a TV? Right. Which is how we believe it got its look and feel today. Makes sense. So how exactly does an Etch-a-Sketch even work? An Etch-a-Sketch is a remarkably simple device. The primary components are just a small sheet of glass, a stylus controlled by two knobs, very fine aluminum powder, and tiny plastic beads. The tiny beads are mixed in with the powder to make sure the powder will continue to flow evenly and not get clumped together. Nice, as well as aid in the recoating process when you shake an etch a sketch. Each knob is connected to either a horizontal or vertical rail, which in turn is connected to a pulley system. This is all connected to the stylus via a very stiff wire. Okay. Among other things, aluminum powder has an interesting property in that it sticks to quite a lot of things, including glass. Via an electrostatic charge. Right. So by turning an etch a sketch upside down and shaking it, you effectively coat the glass it's... with a thin layer of aluminum powder, which then allows, or which then adheres to the glass fairly well. The stylus then simply scrapes off the aluminum powder from the inside of the glass to whatever it's touching, and the uh, the lines this create are black simply because there is no light inside the etch a right. sketch except what comes through the lines you've created.
0: Simple and elegant.
1: Easy. Originally, the toy used a plate last screen, which was criticized by safety advocates for being easily broken into danger to children. There we go. In November 1970, Consumers Union filed a petition with the Department of Health, Education, and Shit. Welfare asking for emergency action under the 1969 Child Protection and Toy Safety Act. The Food and Drug Administration responded that the toy had been redesigned, replacing the glass with plastic. Which... I don't oh, understand what the FDA Yeah, Yeah,
0: mean, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how hazardous is the aluminum powder?
1: In a sort of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of mentality, the Etch-a-Sketch hasn't changed much over the years. Nope. In fact, rather than changing the design, they just rolled out different variants. There's an update that has the Etch-a-Sketch's iconic silver screen, now replaced with a black LCD screen. Oh, shit. That's cool. uh, Let's see.
0: You probably make an Etch-a-Sketch app for your phone, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's an Etch-a-Sketch, Etch-a-Sketch Freestyle, which is the one with the LCD screen. Okay. Uh, it allows the users to draw in color. The dials are still there, sort of. The removable stamps that can be used to place designs on the screens.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool.
1: One important feature of the classic model still remains. You can shake to clear it. Which it's is unnecessary Yeah. LCD screen, but, but it's, that's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, there's an Etch-a-S, Etch-a-Sketch joystick. Oh, damn. Uh, lovers of the classic toy will immediately notice the vertical shape of this model, not to mention its namesake feature. Geared toward toddlers, this version doesn't require the user to have mastered two-hand coordination, um. and the vertical shape makes it easier for smaller hands to hold. Perfect. The Etch-A-Sketch Animator, known simply as the Animator in Europe, debuted in 1987 and featured a low-resolution dot matrix display and used two knobs for drawing. Uh, there were several buttons to manipulate the drawing. Right. The initial price was $89.99. Ooh, damn. It had just a few kilobytes of memory, capable of storing 12 frames of pictures in any combination up to 96 times. It contained a speaker, which made static-like sounds when the knobs were moved. And during animations, <laughs> and then the Etch a Sketch reanimator which just fucked your ass up. Yeah. Uh, in Damn Dr. West. Ohio Art made an attempt to get in the computer entertainment market by introducing a more advanced of the et- a more advanced version of the Etch a Sketch Animator, known as the Etch a Sketch Animator 2000. Oh. because you know
0: you slap 2000 on anything. Something. It's
1: that's it. That's how. That's how everything now is. You slap three thousand on yeah. it. Yeah. The people in thirty nineteen that mm-hmm. <laughs> are talking about toys from twenty nine eighty. Yeah. <laughs> they would be like, ooh,
0: just slapping a three thousand on it's it. Fucking
1: circular. It is. Uh, it featured a new laptop-like design instead of the classic Apple's form factor. The initial price was one hundred and thirty nine dollars. One hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. Which is about $300 today. Boom. It featured a bigger LCD screen with a higher resolution than the original animator, and it also featured 196 kilobytes of powerful computer memory. Perhaps the biggest change was the removal of the knobs and the addition of the magic touchpad. Oh. It was also capable of producing musical tones as opposed to the static light tones of the original animator. Hmm. The Etch-a-Sketch Animator Two Thousand also had a cartridge slot for additional memory or game cartridges. Oh damn! Four cartridges were available: Flyby, not to be confused with Flyby Night. Nice. Uh, a flight simulator game. Overdrive, a road racing game. Okay. Putt Nuts. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <Got he. laughs> a miniature <sighs> golf game. And memory, which you know, a fucking we're memory right. game. Uh which sidebar with a memory game. Yeah. I had a a bag of Cracker Jacks. Yeah. And the prize at the bottom was a a little peel open thing mm-hmm. that told you to download an app and scan it and that's the prize. Shut app. up. There's no physical prizes in it. That is anymore. terrible. Yeah. And Man. I scanned it and it's a fucking memory game. You play one time. <laughs> Jesus, motherfuckers! That is terrible. Uh, Shame on them. Seriously, the the price for one cartridge was twenty eight ninety nine, around sixty three thousand, or sorry, mm-hmm. around sixty three dollars today. Uh and the edge sketch animator was capable of twenty two frames of drawings and ninety nine frames of animation. Which it's
0: not terrible,
1: but it's not terrible. I don't know if it's. $140 and Nah, I don't think so. In 1993, Ohio launched a color Etch-a-Sketch. Ooh. Similar to the original Etch-a-Sketch, it used the traditional two-knob interface to draw, but also featured six colors. It also had the ability to produce a color copy of each picture drawn.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, Etch-a-Sketch ETO, which was a plug-and-play drawing system... Uh, those are like, you know... There's a million um, fucking... Yeah, yeah. fun ...play things, you yeah. know? Uh, there are multiple Etch-A-Sketch Junior versions, including some licensed versions like Frozen. do they few... have an
0: Etch-A-Sketch keychain, too? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty much, for whatever fucking reason, every toy, including fucking board games, just has to be a keychain. It's true. Why? Why? <laughs> That's a sketch. I understand.
0: Yeah, I mean you, you can, can do, do a little s- fun out of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: but fucking Clue and Monopoly. Yeah, why?
0: I mean, who's like I can't I can't go two hours without playing I Clue. Need I need it. Oh, I need that need Clue it. man, I need it. Hey man, you got a new Clue man? Man, I, I got it, this man. Clue man. Just this one time,
1: man. <sighs> it's okay, buddy. Mm. Listen, go do okay. a job as a detective.
0: Okay? Seriously, get off the streets. Open a detective agency. <laughs> Do us all a
1: favor. Uh, there's a few PC games based on Etch-A-Sketch. Really? Uh, the world's smallest edition, which is like the little library we have here. Right, right. Uh, as well as multiple mobile ports. Uh, and remember how I told you Toy Story saved Etch-A-Sketch? Yeah. Well, we hop to 1995. The Etch-A-Sketch toy was featured in the original Toy Story movie in a mm-hmm. scene where a sentient one performs a quick-draw duel with Witty. <laughs>
0: Hey, Etch. Draw. No, oh, got me again, Etch. You've been working on that draw. Fastest knobs in the
1: west. This twelve-second feature had been enough to give the significant sales boost that they needed. Yeah. Um, by 1999, the company had fallen into several financial bits of trouble hmm. from canceled orders by canceled orders by various projects. Uh, Reaching a point where the solvency of the company was in question. However, the company recovered with the prudent decision to go ahead and have Etch-a-Sketch in Toy Toy Story. Story. Uh, This time in Toy Story 2. Nice. Um, This scene featured an Etch-a-Sketch being used to present sketches related to the investigation of Woody's kidnapping.
0: (laughs) Etch, draw that man in a chicken suit it's the chicken man that's our guy I knew there was something I didn't like about that chicken
1: at 45 seconds the scene in question was much longer than the original definitely and the exposure from the highly successful Pixar movie resulted in the sales of the toy increasing by 20% that's a good percentage and ensured the survival of the company <laughs> and everything stayed pretty quiet on the edge of scratch front until 2016 mm. please don't make. Where we see Ohio Arts part ways with Etch a Sketch selling the rights to the Toronto based Spinmaster Corporation.
0: I could have sworn you were going to say Hasbro or Mattel.
1: No, you know what? A, a Hasbro and Mattel free episode. Hey. Uh, it's such an icon. It's a part of our everyday life here, Martin Kilgallen. He's right. Told the Blade in Toledo. It'll be bittersweet, but we had to look at the long-term future of the business. Yeah. The company said the move leaves it with more capital to focus on metal lithography, the craft on which it was founded for over a century ago. Boom. Lithography is cool. It is. In and of itself. It is. But Etch-a-Sketch still remains to leave its mark, appearing in many facets of pop culture, from E.T. to Toy Story to most recently Breaking Bad. (laughs) <laughs> uh, in the first season finale, Walter White uses the aluminum powder inside several sketches to create thermite, which mm-hmm. blo- melts the lock off mm-hmm. of the door.
0: Awesome. So uh, what's this stuff called again? Thermite. And that will cut through a lock. Because this is supposed to be one big-ass lock. In World War II, the Germans had an artillery piece. It's the biggest in the world called the Gustav gun. It weighed a thousand tons. The Gustav was capable of firing a seven-ton shell and hitting a target accurately 23 miles away. I mean, you could drop bombs on it every day for a month without ever disabling it. But you drop a commando, one man, with just a bag of this, and he could melt right through four inches of solid steel and destroy that gun forever. Huh? Jeez. So, yes. I think it will cut through any lock we're likely to find.
1: You know what else could melt the lock off of a door?
0: I know we can blow the lock off the
1: door by blowing your mind. Oh, shit. The hot, hot knowledge of our friend, Facky. Fact The fact of the box. During the 2012 presidential campaign, Republican candidate Mitt Romney's campaign advisor, Eric Furstrom, compared Romney's politics to playing with an Etch-a-Sketch.
0: <laughs> well, I think he hit a reset button uh, for the fall campaign. Everything changes. It's almost like an Etch-a-Sketch. You can kind of shake it up and we start all over again.
1: Thanks to his comment, Etch-a-Sketch sales rose by 30%. <laughs> And Etch-a-Sketch re- responded by <laughs> releasing limited edition election versions of the toy in red and blue. That's funny. Each came with a sticker depicting a donkey and an elephant playing tug of war in the White House lawn. <laughs> Talk about fucking. <laughs> that oh, is. We're, like hop- we're hopping on it. Perfect. We're fucking hopping on it. So timely. For the toy's 25th anniversary in 1985, Ohio Art released a silver model with the bejeweled knobs to hand-carved signature. Uh, it cost $3,750. Holy shit. On June 25th, 2011, the most people drawing on an Etch-A-Sketch was set as a Guinness record. The number was 372, and it was achieved at an event organized by Jeff Gagliardi and Clark Hodge in Lyons, Colorado. Every participant had a full-size Etch-A-Sketch and drew the local landmark, Steamboat Mountain.
0: Simultaneously. Okay. That's
1: cool. That Etch-a-Sketch lands in on the 41st spot on Time's Top 100 Toys of All Time. That's
0: very respectable for something so simple. Yeah.
1: Oh, way to get to one of the Oh, that I'm recording. I'm <laughs> sure. I was very fucking surprised. Uh, an Iowa high schooler earned an invite to study at both MIT and Caltech using his brains to or using his brains and an etch a to impress application readers. Hmm. Dazelle Turner used the classic toy to make a five-minute video about the history of calculus for a school project and decided to include the video with his application to give him an edge. Nice. And obviously, it worked Yeah, I'd say so. To MIT. <laughs> and with that, we dial in at the end of another wild ride here at Toys R Us. Uh, I always fucking loved the etch a I did too. I, there really is something just extremely childlike about it. Very know? much so. It, it takes you back to a, a time where your biggest concern was, oh, fuck, I absolutely tilted it too much. Yeah. You know? It's like,
0: oh, now we got to redraw You're that like, bit. God yeah, damn it. But fuck. you still had fun with it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, people have even used it to create, like, crazy impressive works of art. Damn
0: impressive, like... You wouldn't think that an Etch-a-Sketch
1: was capable yeah, of Yeah, no, I'll, I'll put some in the show notes, but apparently all that you have to do to save such a piece of art is to drill a hole in the back to let the excess thermite out, oh, which is a bonus fact. Nice. If you like what you heard, and you'd like to continue learning new things about old memories, check us out across all social media platforms. We're at Toys R Us Podcast across the board. What would really help us is a five-star rating and review on iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Uh, it'd be help that could really drive us up the charts, you know? Gotta
0: feed the beast.
1: It's, it's really important. And if you'd really like to help us, you can consider becoming a patron. Doing so will get you a producer credit and a different reward level, or a different reward for each level of donations, the lowest being $3. Until next time, remember, if you shake it more than three times, you're playing with it. <laughs> and remember, you will always be a Toys R Us kid.
0: Nicely done.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'd like to take the time out to thank our patrons. We couldn't do this without you. So, thank you to Jeremy, Jessica, Nicole, Amy, Nicole, Nicole, Juanita, Sabrina, Shannon, and Steven. Thanks a bunch, guys.
0: means can I can I say that